Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. What's up? What's up? Hello, everyone. We're back in action. Um, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Holla back, young. Whoop, whoop. What were we singing right before we started recording? I don't remember now. Oh, it was a good That was one. like a lifetime ago. Who knows? Yeah, truly. <laughs> How are you doing on this fine Saturday, Ambrosia? On this fine Saturday morning, um, I had a reading super early today. Yeah earlier than I normally do and it went really well and so I'm doing really great today oh that's great that's great to hear I just I just remembered I had the most vivid dream last night that I wanted to tell you about before what was your dream didn't work I didn't I didn't it didn't work and I'm so upset about it wait what didn't work the dot thing what are you talking about seriously no, seriously, I have no idea I'm what so you're talking upset. about. I posted a video in our group of Awaken Atlantis. You didn't see it? No. Man, this about, is upsetting. That was the astral travel one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. watched the other one. What other one? What about the reading you gave about Atlantis? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. No, 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 no. This was how to start astral traveling from your dream state. Oh, I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. No, I did not practice that. Did you? Did you? Oh, you I've tried your own. I've been practicing it for two damn days. You and tried nothing. your own tip and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. I didn't even remember my damn dream. And you're over here like, I had the coolest dream. And I'm like, well, F you, man. Keep going. Well, Ambie, let me tell you my dream. And okay, I'm only go going to be able to, it's, it's pretty simple, but I'm only going to be able to just hear me out. I had a dream that me and you moved into a freaking mansion. It was amazing. Like, it was a huge... Did we have separate wings? Yeah, mm. we all had... We had, like, the biggest rooms in the house, and we moved Were you with mansion. everybody else? Huh? I told everybody in this video to find each other in their dreams. Oh, it was a bunch of people that moved in with us, but I didn't see anyone from our mastermind. Maybe... Okay, okay keep going. But anyway, it, but it was a bunch of people that I saw their faces and stuff... Anyway, um, the whole time it was just about like me managing everyone in the house and you like we were managing and we were having conversations about where everyone's going to go and how this is going to work. And at the end of the dream, I got this feeling that we were all um, we were all doing something there together. Like there was a reason that we were there. It was kind of like a hype house type of vibe, like from TikTok. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And you know what I just realized? I can't say Mm. this part on air because we haven't talked about this publicly yet, but you know that thing we're working on? Yeah, with that person. Which person? No. uh, Oh, the other thing we're working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like maybe it's symbolic of that, like the coming together and putting everyone under one thing. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah. We've ever everyone's mad because we're doing that thing. We're like you know that thing that we can't tell you about. We're being so annoying. <laughs> this is how you build hype, people. 
Yes. Ha <laughs> There is no thing yeah. in reality. No, I'm just joking. There is. Um, that's cool. Yeah. No, I specifically said find each other in your dreams. So oh. you found me. Okay. Yeah, I found you. I don't remember. Yeah. Step one. Yeah. Totally. I'll have, to check, I'll have to check out that video. I feel like my head is super big. Is my head super big? Should I step back? It's way bit? bigger than normal because you're usually all the way back <laughs> here and I'm usually here. <laughs> if you're watching the video, you'll know what we're talking about. And by the way, if you're not uh, following us on Facebook, please do. We're Interbloom Podcast on Facebook. And uh, if you follow us, you'll get notifications about when we go live. And we go live like three times a week when we record these episodes. And you can and hear you them can early. And big old head. And you can see Andy's big head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so today we are going to talk about, we were, we were having a conversation this week with one of our coaching clients and she was asking us, you know, she's, she's been doing so well building her intuitive business or psychic medium business. Um, it's just been amazing to watch her grow. But one of the things that's coming back around on, you know, the spiral of life lessons, as you could say, is mm-hmm. um, this theme of coming out of the spiritual closet in like a bigger way and like, you know, sharing publicly who she is and what she does, especially with a family and kind of a community, a local community that doesn't really like it or understand it. So she was asking us, well, how did you, how did you guys do that? Like, you know, how did you kind of come out in this big way? And we were kind of sharing stories and she was like, you know what, you guys should really share this again on the podcast because I think more people are starting to come to this. And, and I think that's very true. I think right now a lot of people are waking up and waking up to their abilities and it's exciting, but it's also scary because it's like that feeling of, like, wait, now I have to tell people that I channel beings or I have to mm-hmm. tell people that I believe I can talk to spirits. So, yeah. Ambi, how did you come out of the spiritual closet? Well, I feel like a couple of things. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot. I feel like... Um, Oh no, she froze. I thought you were just taking a really long pause, but you froze. So just frozen. Yeah, there you're you back. Are. You're back. You've... Go okay. ahead. Cool. The <laughs> you just sat there. I looked over, and you're like this. No, you look. I looked over. You look you... frozen to me. But you so looked. I was like. You looked like okay. you were taking a very long pause. You're like, I've been thinking a lot about this, <laughs> and I'm just like. Oh, this is a dramatic pause. No, she's frozen. <laughs> she's still thinking about it. I thought you were just listening so intently because I saw you as frozen. So I was, this is exciting. I've got her full attention. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. So anyway, um, but as being a child and being afraid of it, right? Like, I don't know. Imagine a lot of things. You go to your parents and they tell you that like, no, you're crazy, essentially, um, is the the image that I got back. So it's it's been ingrained in me that this is something that's been a part of me for a really long time. But I've been afraid to share with people up until fairly recent because a fear of 
it being true, fear of rejection, fear of all of the things. And so I feel like at some point there comes a time where you have to say, I can live in the discomfort that I'm living in now because it's ugly and it doesn't feel good of knowing that, and this is not just for psychic abilities or spirituality, but it's this feeling of knowing that there's something bigger out there for you, knowing that this isn't it, right? And feeling like, what do I do? How do I step forward? How will people understand? And the reality of the situation is they probably won't. And that's, Mm -hmm. That's a harsh reality to face, but it's also not their journey or their path to understand and accept. And that the only person that really needs to accept you is you, which sounds so cliche and like a after school special, but it's really true is that when you start to accept yourself and you start to leave that voice of what if I get left behind out, it becomes easier and easier. And is it going to be like an easy process? No. Um, I still have people that tell me I'm going to hell. Hmm. I still have people that tell me what I'm doing is wrong. I still have people. This is mostly like people on social media and stuff like that. Um, But I do have, you know, friends I wouldn't call them good friends now, but I do have good, or excuse me, friends that <laughs> I wouldn't call them good friends. I have good friends. Anyway, I, I, I have friends that like, um, I would say in the beginning before I had my community, uh, they would make fun. I remember that. And that hurt really badly. Uh, they wouldn't want to talk about it because they were afraid. They would tell me what I was doing is not okay. Not okay in the aspect of um, scary for them. Mm -hmm. How are you going to support your family? How are you going to, what happens if um, it's not real? What happens if blah, 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 right? And I think the, the part of, there's very big difference between being in a spiritual community and doing it as a profession. But in the same regard, there is some validity that's needed for other people. They want to know that this is real, right? They want to know, they want to try to understand it. But faith in any religion is not real. You can't really see it. Mm -hmm. I've never seen Jesus. Let's Let's face facts here. I don't think anybody's seen him in full. Here he is. Here's Jesus. We have no. We have no proof. But that's not what faith is. Faith is going on your beliefs and your faith, and trusting in something that you can't see. So, but faith in. Go ahead. Sorry, faith in religion is different. I feel because um, religion is more socially acceptable. In our current society. No, and I agree. I agree. But my thing is whenever you say you're spiritual or you believe that in spirits or you believe in aliens or whatever the case may be, they want to know where the proof is. Yeah. And my point is that there is no proof in religion. So right. why would there be proof in this? How is this different? 
Oh, I agree. But my, you know? my, what I'm saying is from their perspective, I think whether they consciously understand this or not, religion is more socially acceptable because of literally it's been built into our society as a way, it's a way to, I mean, we could go way down a rabbit hole of religion, but you know what I mean? It's literally yeah. been delivered to us as, no, you don't go straight to God or you don't go straight to spirit or you don't go straight to yourself. No, no, no. You have to come through us. It's a business in a way. Don't get me wrong. If you go to church, if you go to synagogue, if you go to anything, I'm not knocking that. I, I honestly know people that find a lot of comfort and relief in um, religion. And I'm not saying that religion is bad. I am saying that the origin of religion, I think, was to, in a way, disconnect people from their own knowing, you know. Yeah. However, there is community there. There is, you know, and like I said, people can find a lot of solace there. But I do think that the reason why people see it as different, whether they know it or they're conscious of it or not, is because, well, everyone goes to church. Well, everyone, you know, that's commonly mm -hmm. accepted. And that's the same thing with college, truly. Like, yeah. well, everyone goes to college. And this is yeah. like kind of a different tangent. So I won't spend too much time on it. But truly, it's like, true. just because everybody does something doesn't make it right. Yeah. Because you get $50,000 in debt mm -hmm. and now you can't find a job does not make it right. Yep. Totally, totally agree. Um, yeah, and I think the point here is that if you are someone who is, um, who is, you know, kind of coming online to your or coming, connecting with your spiritual abilities, maybe you're a soul that decided that that was going to be your journey is that like you mm -hmm. weren't going to follow the crowd. You were going to go a different way. Does it mean it's going to be easy? No. <laughs> it does, yeah, it's it does not. not comfortable and it's not yeah. easy, but. Yep. It, it's, but it is part of your journey to find the strength within yourself to go your own way. And I genuinely mm -hmm. believe that everyone who is considers themselves a light worker or, you know, awake to all this, on some level, you had a soul contract or you had an agreement that this lifetime was going to be about you finding that inner strength and doing what you felt was right versus what everyone else was told you to do. And mm -hmm. that is why it's so important to find have community around you as your like like we have with this podcast, you know, or there's a many other communities out there right now that you could find that you could resonate with. But to find a community where other people are thinking the same as you because it will help validate for you that you're not crazy, that you're not wrong, that this that you are right to um, go your own way and that it's okay. And Ambie, I, I do want to emphasize what you've been saying because I have heard you say this a lot recently and every time I hear you say it to a client or you know, in our podcast or anything, I'm like, man, that's so true. And for some reason I never think of it as like uh, – you just are like, yeah, it might really hurt and you might be rejected. And that's kind of the reality of it. And that's okay. Does it mean it won't hurt? No. Does it mean it won't be tough? Like we just said, no. But it's kind of, I, I like how you just tell people kind of the reality of what they might be going through and not try to sugarcoat it or say, well, it'll be fine because maybe it will be really a really big struggle, but that's okay as long as you have support around you. And that's, again, coming back to the community I was just talking about. And thank you for that reflection. But also it's it's like you're already struggling. Yeah, that's true. You're already going through it, you know? So it's like when someone, when I'm doing a reading, someone asks me, should I break up with my partner, right? Mm -hmm. You're already uncomfortable, 
What are you afraid of? More discomfort? Well, that's already here. That's already your reality. So it's, it's the fact of we have an innate fear as a society to not be left behind, to not be left out, right? So anytime we go against what is deemed normal or what is deemed appropriate, we're going to have that fear come up of, oh, I might be shunned. This might not be appropriate. Uh, the community might not agree with me and therefore I'll be exiled. Like think of, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Timeout, like this was a download for me that blew my mind. Timeout is a direct representation of you are not appropriate and you are shunned from our community. Mm -hmm. Literally saying to a child that's two, three years old, your actions are displeasing me. You must go sit away from the rest of us until I believe that you have learned your lesson. What the fuck? Wait a minute. So no wonder we have this fear of being left out, being exiled, being inappropriate, because this is what is ingrained in us as children. If you are inappropriate, if you displease people, you will be exiled, you will be removed from society. And that literally equates to death because you need each other to live. Totally. And you know what else is like a bigger reflection of that right now is this cancel <laughs> culture. It's like you do one wrong thing and you're done. We Society has deemed you canceled. Like you're not a part of it anymore. I, I kind of love the cancel culture. I'm not going to lie to you. Why? I, really I kind hate of do. it. I think it's like I, I so freaking, toxic. I freaking, I freaking love it. Because here's the thing. It's it's no longer like putting up with bullshit. It's no longer like, okay, well, we'll just deal with it because, you know, it's fine. It's like, no, you know what? Think about what you're doing. Done. But, but it just, does go to that timeout situation. Yeah, you just said that that's not okay to do to a little kid. And that's what you're doing to someone who's – who's. here's what I'm talking about with cancel culture. I'm talking about okay. someone who tweets one wrong thing. And I understand what you're saying about like, you know, yeah, if someone is blatantly racist or something, like they need to. Right. That's what I'm thinking of, actually. Yeah. Right. But I'm talking about people who it's like a celebrity like said something when they were like, they tweeted something when they were like 16 or something. And now all of a sudden people combed back through every single tweet and found this one tweet. And mm -hmm. it's like, can't people grow as people? Like, can't people make mistakes? Yeah. But there's this big cancel culture right now. Of even, I'm even going to go so far as to talk about Kanye West for one second. That situation is very confusing to me on many levels and a little bit troubling to me on in a way that I didn't think it would be, which is like, is Kanye West saying things that are really concerning? Yeah. Does it seem on the outside like he's crazy? Yeah, it does. However, what's really going on there? And it's it's scary to me that we so quickly are like, he's done. He's absolutely insane. And we silence these people, but we're not allowing, we're not hearing and we're not listening to what's really going on. And it's, it, that makes it a more scary environment, I think, for people to come out and share their truth because they're afraid. What if they think that I'm 
saying crazy things and they try to lock me up too. Like I get why it's scary to come out right now. Like I understand. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I also think it has never been safer probably in our um, planet's history to like be a, to be a spiritual person with abilities. However, I do understand the fear because of this culture where it's like, oh, that person's crazy. Like what, listen to what they're saying. We got to do something about them now. But I think we've always had that. We've always had a cancel culture. We just haven't had it on on social media, on the internet, in our faces. And we haven't used the word cancel. We have put women in mental institutions for being homosexual. We've put women in institutions for having a period. They they were deemed hysterical and were done were experimented on so we've always had this cancel culture we've just didn't call it that we call the women being hysterical people of color being dangerous we've always had this in our society that's true that is true i think that cancel culture is just a magnification and a very clear we're seeing it very in our face right now like it's very visible of how what we do to people and yeah. and how instead of listening, we would much rather like everyone wants to feel safe. So it's much easier to cast blame and point mm-hmm. fingers, which reminds yeah. me of like the witch trials or something. Be like that right. person because I feel like as human beings, we are afraid of what we don't understand. For sure. And think of like the caveman, right? Like, oh, I don't understand it. And so it might kill me. So I'm not going out of the cave, right? Very, very, very like primal instinct to stay alive. I don't understand it. Shut it down. It's not appropriate. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I get it from a logical standpoint. Um, Is it appropriate? No. But is it someone's journey and part of their path? Yeah. The cancel culture that I was referencing is the idea that people are just going to sit down and take other people's bullshit. Like I love, I freaking love Gen Z. Truly. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. They're badass. Honestly, I wish I was Gen Z. I'm a little upset. I'm an older millennial right now. Not the point. I digress. The point is the fact that these younger people are saying, you know what? I see that that's wrong. I see that it's not okay. And instead of other generations before them, where it's like, shut up, don't say anything, just go with it. Gen Z is like, no, fuck this. It's not okay. Cancel or we're going to cause some shit. Mm -hmm. And I think that's appropriate. I think that this is why this is happening because we need people to stand up and say, this is not okay. It's not okay for people to be treated this way. It's not okay for people to act this way. Um, instead of just going with um, status what quo. this status quo, yeah, what society deems normal and appropriate, and that goes back to society. That goes back, or excuse me, spirituality. But that goes back to college. That goes back to a lot of things that are deemed appropriate and normal that are not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting to think of cancel culture both ways. You know, to think of it from the toxic mm-hmm. perspective and then think of it from the, yeah, empowering and like standing up for what's right perspective. I definitely see both sides of it um, now that you've pointed that out. And um, 
I was just thinking about, man, can you imagine what our, what like my children's generation is going to be like? Like, like Gen Z is amazing, but then they even think about the next generation and the next generation, they are just going to come in and being like, this is the way that things shall be. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, what is going on right now? And they'll make it happen. And so for yeah. those who are of this generation right now, right, who are having the fear of coming out of the spiritual closet, just think about what the next generations are like, because let me tell you, on TikTok, anyone under the age of 18 right now is very with the spiritual thing. They are very yep. with it. I was telling someone about how, like, I commented – I was telling Grace this yesterday. I was com- – I uh, somebody on TikTok posted a, a TikTok where they're on a cruise ship, but they're on, like, the bottom, like, uh, – what do you call it? The basement yeah. with the cruise ship. That's yeah, where yeah, their yeah. bunk. That's where their room is, and you know they have like a little porthole. Um, so they it was at night and they're laying in their bed and you see the sea like come up and then it slams into the porthole and goes like that. I watched that and my stomach dropped so fast. A fear like went so through my body and I commented and I said. My stomach dropped watching this. I swear I've always thought I had a past life on the Titanic because it felt like Titanic. I was just thinking that. Oh, my God. That's too close to the Titanic for me. I can't handle that. Exactly. And um, I got so many comments on my comment on someone of Mm -hmm. all these kids going, you know, that's not by accident. Have you ever looked up into past lives? Did you know that you probably had a past life there? Oh, (laughs) I had a past life there. I know I had a past like like a million comments where I even wanted to be like, guys, I, I work in this field. I know about the past lives, but I felt like such a douche. I didn't want to do that. So I just haven't said anything. But people were like, did you know you could meditate and actually like find out if you've had a past life? Like they're telling me. So I'm like, okay, yeah. they're very hip to this. So this is just to say, if you are you know, wanting to come out and embrace what you do, have faith that the next generations, they are all about it. They are here for it. Yes, the older generations, they're probably going to be more resistant. Your family is going to be resistant. People who know you even, who love you and care about you will probably be resistant because it's hard in general for people to accept when people mm-hmm. close to them are changing. It's very yes, difficult. doing something different. And I want to share a story that I actually shared with our client, like, and, and I don't know if I've ever shared it on this podcast, but um, <laughs> so like right when I had my awakening, before I had met Ambi or was doing anything with Positive Head or podcasting at all or anything, I felt very alone at this time, but I was awake and I was learning a lot about all of this stuff. And uh, I didn't have a job at the time I had quit my job. I was just home every day trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And I had discovered that I... I could do some sort of a weird energy healing thing. And this is weird because I can't do it anymore. It's not that I can't do it anymore. I talked myself out of it and now I I literally unlearned it. I don't know. But at that time, mm-hmm. I was literally able to like put my hands on my body or someone else's body. And it felt like an electric shock was like going through and it felt like their muscles were like moving or their bones were moving back into place. It was like really freaking weird. And I could do it on myself and feel it. My bone would just pop back into place or like I would realign or my spine would realign. It was so weird. Anyway, um, so... I start looking into this. I'm like, oh, it's some form of energy healing. I'm doing some sort of like body work, energy healing. And I convince myself 
that I'm like, this is what I'm going to do because I had no job at the time, right? And like, I'm trying to figure out like, how am I going to move forward in this spiritual world? So as I convinced myself, no, this is what I'm going to do. I then convinced myself that I have to tell my parents about this and they're going to be so proud of me because my mom had, my mom had cancer, like when I was very early, um, very young, sickness, illness was like a big theme of my life. My, my dad is very afraid of getting sick. Like it's, it's been this big theme of my life, like people getting sick and being out of control, them being worried about me being sick, all this stuff. So I convinced myself they're really going to want to hear of this. They're going to be so proud of me. I'm going to save the world, basically. <laughs> you and got this, Alexa. I, I single-handedly am going to do it. And uh, I, so I tell my parents, I'm, um, I want to talk to you guys. Can we have dinner or something? And you like pick me up. So they pick me up one night. And I, I, we go to their house. And they're like, so what did you want to tell us? And I'm like, well, uh, I want to tell you that um, – I've decided I'm gonna become an energy healer. <laughs> and I'm not I, laughing at you. I'm just laughing at like I'm imagining it. I am not kidding you. The reaction I got from them was literally like I said I had murdered someone. Like it was like they backed away from me. My mom was like, she wouldn't look at me. Like they they were so repelled by this when I thought they were gonna be like, oh my God, in my delusional mind, oh my God, you know, like so happy about it. And I'm like, why are you reacting this way? They're like, we just, we thought you were going to tell us that you wanted to become a lawyer. I was like, no, not at all. They're like, (laughs) they go, they were just, they didn't know what to say. My mom was like, I can't deal with this. She was like, I was like, why are you acting like I've said I've done something wrong? She's like, I don't even know. Like the whole thing just melted down. It ended up in this terrible fight. I ended up leaving the house screaming and crying. I called an Uber to take me home. My dad chased after me. It was this whole thing. So the next day, everyone had calmed down a little bit. And my mom had, she said, listen, I'm sorry. I had this crazy reaction. I, I needed a do-over kind of. I didn't see that coming. Like I just kind of was really confused. And looking back, I realized my energy about it was like, oh, I need you to praise me. Like I need you. Mm-hmm. I needed them to be like, wow, like look at what you're doing. And when they didn't do that, it was like, I think my energy really repelled them and was this really weird reaction. Anyway. This is just to say, me and my parents have gone from that moment right there to like now that I've found my community, I've really gotten in my flow, I've embraced what I do. I don't need anybody to validate what I do at all besides me and the people that I really respect in this field, right? Um, Mm -hmm. they love it. They love what I do. They love the spiritual stuff. They're like, oh, it's so great. Like they might not be 100% about like want to talk about spirits all the time or anything, but they've become way more open to it. And they are so, they always talk about me. They always are just, it's taken a few years, but truly they've come to really embrace what I do because they see that I love what I do and I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone's permission or anyone's validation because I'm in my power. And so this is just a story to say things can change, number one. But yeah, they might be really hard at first. It might You might get a very, very upsetting reaction from people around you. 
um, because they don't understand it. And they also might be scared for you. Like Ambie said, like, I'm sure at that moment, my parents were like, this girl has quit her job. She has not, she's not doing anything. She has now convinced herself that she's going to become an energy healer. Like, how is she going to support herself? Is she herself okay? Doing that? Yeah. yeah. Is she okay? Like, we thought she was going to say, okay, I'm ready to go to law school. That is a completely different path. And why did they want that for me? Because they wanted to know I was going to be okay and be able to support myself and thrive, right? Because to them, that means success, yes. right? Yes. And they just want you to be successful and happy. Yes, exactly. And so yeah. just remember that with your family members or your friends, sometimes that's what it is. They love you. They care about you. But they just don't understand it. And you're going to have to go and do it before they understand it, you know? Yeah. Also, I want to say that all you need is one person, one person to believe in you Mm -hmm. and truly like when I have I've been in I remember this is kind of a funny story and I'll share it and then um anyway so I remember I told my ex the guy that I dated before I met my husband we dated for five years and I remember that I told him that I could see, I literally ver- worded it, I see dead people. Literally, okay? <laughs> so the reaction was not good. Like, think of Sixth Sense. Yeah. And so we're going, we live together, so we're going to sleep, and I, like, this is embarrassing. I tripped, and my face, like, hit the mattress, okay? <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. And so he's like, shit, did the ghost grab you? And I was like, fuck you. And he was like, the ghost got you, didn't it? And he would always, like, joke me about stuff like that, about seeing ghosts, right? Yeah. And it always led to me feeling like really invalidated and really crazy and that it was a joke and it wasn't serious and all of that. And fast forward to my husband, who is like, I think you should really like see what's going on here. Right. Yeah. Now, was he super supportive of me quitting my job? (laughs) No. Was it like super supportive of me quitting my full time job? But Alexa was. And so all you need is that one person that says, you can do this. You got this. And that might be like your new spiritual community, like someone that maybe you haven't met in real life, but you know them online and you feel really connected. Sometimes that's all you need to change your life Mm. to really believe in yourself. Because without Alexa, truly, I don't know where this would have gone, you know, I probably would have gotten to this point, but not as quickly and not as powerfully. Hmm. And I could say the same thing about you, 100%. Like with your spiritual stuff, I think I helped you and you helped me with my earthly stuff, (laughs) you know? You have also helped me with my spiritual stuff, but I'm just saying like even with like moving forward and publishing the podcast, like something as simple as that, like (laughs) I needed your help and your belief. And I I will never forget what you said to me. You said, I feel like we're on the edge of something huge and we just need to publish this. And as soon as you said that, I was like, okay, let's go. Let's do it. I needed you to validate that like we were going to do something big, you know? That's the same thing with the other project. Just so you know, heads up on that. I can feel that. I can feel that. I know. I know. Okay. We're doing it. We're doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. It. By the way, Emily Bondurant says, hi, Emily. Uh, she says, Amby, you were that person for me when I did. Emily, you're going to make me cry. Don't you make me cry today. <laughs> she said, when I did your Grow Your Gifts class. 
Oh, I love you, Emily. Thank you so much, sweetie. Emily is also, if you guys love all of my posts and things like that on social media, Emily is the one that does that. So everybody, good job to Emily. Thank you, hon. By the way, I'm seeing right now that I'm really choppy on Facebook, which is really annoying. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't know why that is. Internet is crazy. Um, But uh, yeah. I love this. I love this topic. I think this is really great. And I think that if you are somebody who needs support, like you're coming out with your spiritual gifts, but you need support, get in our private Facebook group, which is Inner Bloomers on Facebook, and post about who you are and what you do. And like, say you're looking for support, like you're looking for an accountability buddy, you're looking for a partner, you know, like there's a lot of people in there to collaborate with. And I think, um, you know, n- n- you the the power of accountability buddies or you know someone to kind of just help you like make sure you're going towards your dreams cannot be uh, overestimated. Truly, yeah, because that's what we were. like. I always think of the drunk girl in the bathroom. You know, the drunk girl in the bath, you ever like everybody knows what I'm talking about. You go to the bathroom at a club and there's this girl in there that's like, you're fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah, You can do anything like that girl. That is like how I envision myself, just not intoxicated. But that's that's me. Essentially, you got this. Fuck that guy. He doesn't know. Yes. Like, oh. I love that. Your hype girl in the bathroom. Yeah, oh, your great. hype girl in the bathroom. Like, but, you have no idea who this chick is. Yes, You'll never yeah, see her again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> or why she cares so much. But she, right? But all of a sudden, like, you feel on top of the world. And you're like, fucked you go up outside. enough that she's ready yeah. to be on her soapbox. Whoever is close, she's, yeah, going to do it. Totally. Oh, my God. Totally. You go tell your boyfriend, like, fuck you. Yeah, you know yeah. what? This chick says I'm well, awesome because, and I am. Yeah, because there's always someone crying in the bathroom at a club is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens in the women's bathroom at a club. Yeah. Oh. Totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, this has been really fun. Um, thank you all for watching on Facebook and participating. Thank you for listening on po- on on wherever you're listening um and uh if you like this podcast make sure to leave us a rating or review on apple itunes um or on google play i think you could do it there or on Castbox. we're also on spotify so make sure you subscribe there if you want to listen to us on spotify uh what else ambie do you have anything you want to share um no i don't I don't. Okay. I think they lost the baby in my house, so I do have to wrap up pretty quickly. That sounded way worse. People are panicking, running around the house, yelling. It sounded like you so said someone I'm lost go. a baby. You lost. They did. Yes. Physically, yes. not like miscarried. Oh no, not miscarried. Like, physically, what? the four-year-old. No, 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 no. no. Meli- By the way, Melissa on and we're gonna go, but Melissa on Facebook said just the fact that you ladies use the f word is comforting. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I really like it. When I when I uh, am on other podcasts and I can't use it, it's upsetting. But that's fine. It's, yeah. It's fun. We love cursing. It's really expressive and fun. Anyway, um, thank you all for listening and uh, watching. And we will be back again with another episode soon. We love you so much. Until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye, everybody. 
If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 